Well, hello, everyone. Today is Wednesday, October 25th. And uh, let's talk about some of the recent developments in the Trump trials. Now, if you had asked me when this all started, who would be the most important witness to testify against Donald Trump? Who knows the most information about Donald Trump's crimes and his state of mind? Who, if they testified against Donald Trump, could do the most damage to Donald Trump? And I would have answered you immediately. And in fact, I did talk about this. I've been talking about this for a while. The answer to this for me is very, very simple. One person jumps out, Mark Meadows. Now we have learned that Mark Meadows has cut a deal with the special counsel, Jack Smith, to testify against Donald Trump in exchange for a grant of immunity. Now, I don't know the complete contours of that agreement, what exactly it means for Mark Meadows uh, and possible criminal charges against him in the future at the federal level. Remember, he has already been indicted in Georgia, so he is facing those various uh, very serious crimes in Georgia. He has not been indicted as of yet in the federal case, so I don't know uh, what exactly this immunity deal does for that. He might already have a plea agreement worked out for all we know. That might be part of this. We don't know. What we do know, according to reporting yesterday from the Washington Post, is that Mark Meadows has in fact reached a deal with prosecutors to testify against Donald Trump. This is huge. This is enormous. I've been saying this from the beginning, and I've always thought this was going to happen. There, there really was never any doubt in my mind for a couple of reasons. Number one, uh, Mark Meadows doesn't have the stones for this. All right, He was always going to flip on Donald Trump. Mark Meadows is a coward. Right? Mark Meadows talks a good game. He would fall on his sword for Trump. He would never betray Trump. Blah, 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 blah. It was clear to me from everything I know about the man that he was always going to do whatever he could to cover his ass. And that's not a bad thing. I mean, all of these people should be looking out for themselves. They shouldn't be interested at this point. They never should have been. But certainly at this point, they should not be interested in trying to protect Donald Trump. Right? Donald Trump destroyed their lives. They should be looking out for themselves. And I always knew Mark Meadows was going to end up here. The other reason I knew that Mark Meadows was going to end up cutting a deal and testifying against Donald Trump was, well, number one, also because he he has massive exposure. His guilt is clear on so many of these crimes. So he is he is in deep, deep shit legally. But the but the second reason was because Mark Meadows is one of the few people who handled this correctly from the get-go. As soon as he was charged with a crime, and honestly, before he was charged, he wasn't charged yet in at, at the Fed level. He has been charged in Georgia. Far before he was ever charged, he was handling this the right way. Have you heard much from Mark Meadows in the last year and a half? No. You haven't heard almost anything from the man. He has shut up, which is exactly what all of these co-defendants should have done. He got himself, importantly, 
a good lawyer. He got himself a serious lawyer. Not one of these Trump world clown show lawyers. He actually got a real lawyer. And, and more to the point, he actually followed his lawyer's advice by keeping his mouth shut and doing what the lawyer tells him to do. And when you put all that together, this, this was only going to mean one thing for Donald Trump, and that means Mark Meadows was going to be testifying against Donald Trump. Now, I don't think for a second that Mark Meadows wants to testify against Donald Trump. If there is any way he could have avoided this, he would have. But the fact of the matter is that he is facing so many years in prison himself, and there is so much evidence against Mark Meadows that this is where it was going to end up. If he was going to uh, engage to any degree in self-preservation, then he was always going to have to testify against Donald Trump, or he would end up in a jail cell right next to Donald Trump. And I knew that Mark Meadows was never going to be willing to do that for Donald Trump. And so this is very, very good news. Now, I hope this doesn't ultimately mean that Mark Meadows will escape accountability. Um, I certainly hope that this does not mean that charges will not be filed against him. I hope he's already got a plea agreement worked out with the feds um, that we'll find out about at some point in time, probably after he's testified against Donald Trump. Um, they do things differently at the federal level, unlike what we've seen in Georgia, where they go ahead and they get their deal and they plead guilty and they go before the judge and they, they do all that, as we've seen on TV with Jenna Ellis yesterday and then Chesbro and Powell last week. Uh, and then they go and testify at trial. They do things differently at the federal level. They cut a deal with you, but then they make sure that you're going to hold up your end of the deal and they don't actually um, go through with the plea and the sentencing or they might go through with the plea, but they won't go through with the actual sentencing until after you've held up your end of the deal and you've testified. Only then do they actually go through with the whole thing and finalize it. Now, that doesn't mean that in Georgia, these guys can, you know, uh, screw the prosecutors over and refuse to testify. Fonnie Willis is not stupid. They just have a different way of doing things there, okay? Um, she's got their, their statements on videotape, so they're not really going to be able to go to trial and change their story. And on top of that, she made it a condition of their probation to testify uh, against Trump and the other co-defendants. So if they do not testify, then their probation will be revoked and they would face uh, prison time. Okay, so it's just a different way of doing it and holding account, holding these these defendants um, to their deals that they've made with prosecutors. Just a different way of doing things. So this is really, really big news, and it's really, really bad news for Donald Trump because, like I said, more than anyone else involved in all of this, if if I had to guess. My guess would be that Mark Meadows knows more than anybody else, including Donald Trump's lawyers. Why do I say that? Because we already know for a fact that Donald Trump habitually lies to his own lawyers. He lies to his lawyers so that his lawyers lie to the court and lie to the prosecutors and lie to the public. They do this all the time. And let me tell you something. It's not uncommon at all for defendants to lie to their lawyers. Clients lie to their their defense lawyers all the freaking time. Believe me, I practice criminal defense law. They lie to you all the time. And they think if they lie to you, then that's going to somehow get them out of it because you'll go and you'll 
promulgate the lies and you'll get them off the hook. It's ridiculous, but that's what they do. Um, anyway, so we know Donald Trump, the biggest liar in perhaps world history. Of course, he's going to lie to his lawyers. And we know this for a fact. We know it uh, with respect to it's been proven in the New York fraud case that he lies to his lawyers. It's been proven in the Mar-a-Lago situation where he was lying to his lawyers. And it's part of the charges against Donald Trump is that he is part of the obstruction of justice charge. He was lying to his lawyers about um, whether or not he had any of these government documents in possession. He lied to his lawyers so that the lawyers would lie to the government. So Trump was lying to the government by proxy, and that constituted one of the obstruction charges, right? He lies to his lawyers all the time. So who, do you, who is he most likely to say things incriminating, say the truth to? Mark Meadows. More than anyone else. Mark Meadows was his right-hand man. Mark Meadows got the job of chief of staff after spending three years in Congress while Trump was president, kissing Trump's ass on a daily basis. He was a little toady for Trump from the beginning. And then when he was in the White House, constantly kissing Trump's ass. Um, and so Trump, you know, he loves people who kiss his ass, and nobody did it more thoroughly than Mark Meadows. And Meadows was in the room for everything. Meadows was setting things up for Trump. He was setting up the meetings. He was setting up the phone calls. He was, as we know from the phone call in Georgia to Brad Raffensperger, that was set up by Mark Meadows. You even hear Meadows on the call. Meadows setting up the call. Meadows introducing everybody on the call. Meadows telling everyone on the call what the call was about. Meadows making his own calls without Trump to Brad Raffensperger and putting pressure on him and other Georgia officials. <clears throat> he was doing all of the criming right alongside Donald Trump. So he was getting his orders from Donald Trump. He talked to Donald Trump more than anybody else in this whole thing, uh, if I had to guess. And so this is <laughs> really, really bad uh, for Donald Trump. And uh, anything that is bad... For Donald Trump is good for America. Now, one thing that I read in some of the reporting um, yesterday in this immunity deal news is that um, Mark Meadows supposedly said that he never heard Donald Trump uh, actually say that he knew the election was stolen. And this is important because this goes to Trump's defense. And I use air quotes for that because for a lot of these charges, it's really no defense at all. But Donald Trump's defense that, oh, I did, I really believed that the election was stolen. I really thought I won. Therefore, I didn't have the requisite uh, intent for this crime. Now, number one, I've told you um, that's a bogus defense. It's actually no defense at all to most of these charges because whether or not you believed, whether or not Trump believed that, the, that he had won the election is completely irrelevant. Even if he thought he won the election, that doesn't give him a right to commit the crimes that he committed. Like, for example, um, obstructing an official proceeding of Congress, right? If Donald Trump really believed that the election was stolen, does that give him a legal right to obstruct an official proceeding of Congress? Of course not. Does that give him the right to um, pressure election officials? Of course not. A lot of these crimes, it's completely irrelevant whether or not he actually thought 
um, he won the election. But it might be important factually for the jury, right? A lot of things that might not be relevant legally, you know, could have a sway one way or the other with the jury. Um, another thing about that, though, importantly, is this whole a lot of these defenses that we hear being floated by Trump or on behalf of Trump. Like, for example, I thought the you know, I really thought I won the election. Or here's another one uh, that we hear all the time, a defensive, you know, a reliance on counsel defense. Well, I didn't know this was illegal. I was just doing I was just going along with the advice of my lawyers. Um, I got a phone call coming in. I'm just going to ignore it. Um, God damn, this is going to bother me. Yeah, whatever. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, defi- uh, reliance on counsel defense. That oh, I I didn't uh, I didn't have any intent. I didn't know this was illegal. I was just doing what my lawyers told me to. Here's the problem with both of those lines of defense. Uh, putting aside the legal problem, you know, on the one hand, the uh, you know I really thought I won the election. As I said, it's not even friggin' relevant as a defense. And the advice of counsel defense, you've got to jump through a bunch of hoops to even be able to use that one. And really none of those legal hoops exist for Donald Trump in this case. I'm not going to bore you with those right now. But ultimately, uh, to even mount those defenses, what has to happen? Donald Trump has to take the stand and make those defenses on his own behalf. If he's trying to say, well, um, I really thought I won the election. Okay, fine. You want to say that? then you have to take the stand and say that. Nobody else can say that on your behalf. You can't bring some other witness up and say, well, Donald Trump really thought he won the election. Um, That's hearsay and speculation, uh, depending upon how the question is framed. But if if you're going to say what someone else said, if I'm a witness, I'm coming on the stand and I'm saying, well, Donald Trump said he really thought he won the election. No, that doesn't come in. That's hearsay. That's hearsay. Does not come in. Donald Trump has to come take the stand and say that himself so that the other side, the prosecutors, get a chance to cross-examine him. If you introduce a Trump statement through another witness, you can't cross-examine Trump. That's why it's not admissible. It's hearsay. We exclude that for a reason. Or if you asked him, well, do you think Donald Trump really thought he won the election? Sorry, objection, speculation. That calls for speculation. You can't come up and testify as a witness what someone else might have been thinking. That's speculation. So none of this even comes in for Donald Trump. Not the reliance on counsel. Not I really thought I won the election. You want to make those bogus arguments? Then take the stand yourself, you fat orange sack of shit, and make that. You're not going to do it. We all know he's never going to take a stand. Never in a million years. So all this stuff we hear about the advice of counsel defense, and he really thought he won the election defense. We hear all these talking heads on TV talking about that these are his defenses. Um, Only if he takes the stand. And even then, they're very weak defenses, if they're defenses at all. But he's never going to take the stand. Anyway, um, so this, this idea that Mark Meadows said, you know, I never heard Donald Trump say that he knew he lost the election. Who cares? whether he said that or not. And by the way, we have plenty of other, even if that's true, and we don't know for sure if that's that's true, um, even if it's true and Mark Meadows can't say that he ever heard Donald Trump say that he knew that he lost the election. And by the way, um, you might be thinking, well, can Mark Meadows testify about what he heard Donald Trump say? You just told me that that's hearsay. <laughs> 
It depends on what the statement is being offered for and by whom. So if it's being offered by Trump, something Trump said out of court to help Trump, um, Trump can't offer that himself. His lawyers can't offer that. He has to take the stand. But if the prosecutors want to offer a Trump statement through another witness, that does come in through the rules of evidence. That's called an admission by a party opponent. And that's an exception to the hearsay rule. So the prosecutors all day long can introduce statements made by Trump out of court. Any, anywhere. Okay, something he said on Truth Social, something he said on Fox News, something he said to Mark Meadows, something he said at a freaking rally. Doesn't matter. If Donald Trump is saying it, the prosecutors can use that statement as an admission by a party opponent. But Donald Trump cannot, through a witness, when he's presenting his case or, or his lawyers across the whatever, they can't present Donald Trump's statement. Only the prosecutors can because admission by party opponent, it's an exception. Um, but anyways, there's plenty of other witnesses who will testify that Donald Trump knew damn well that he had lost the election. We know this. We've heard from some of them. Cassidy Hutchinson heard Donald Trump say at one point, I can't believe I lost to this freaking guy. Right. Cassidy Hutchinson heard that. Uh, and then all the and other people, I'm sure, have heard similar things from Donald Trump. And all the witnesses after witnesses after witnesses who will testify that we told Donald Trump he lost. People that he should have been listening to. His own attorney general said, uh, you lost. We found no, no evidence of election fraud like you claim. Uh, all these people told him. His White House counsel, all these people told him. So it's a bogus line of defense anyway. And it's not actually a defense, as I said. Even if you thought you won the election, that doesn't give you a, a right to commit crimes. Right? So... Anyways, what else can I say? <sighs> should have wrote notes. I sh should have written notes. So I know there was something else I was going to say. Eh, doesn't matter. I'll jump up here and make, make another video if it, if it comes to me. But uh, this is big news, my friends. Um, keep your chin up. I've been telling you this. Keep your eyes on the prize. I know it's easy to get down. You see polling, especially, that shows Donald Trump freaking beating Joe Biden. First of all, you know, they're polls. And they're polls that are more than a year out. And they're polls that don't even um, factor in Donald Trump being convicted, which is going to happen. Right? If Donald Trump actually is on the ballot in November 2024, he is going to be a convicted felon on the ballot in 2024. You don't think that's going to have an effect? It's going to have an effect. Um, and I'm not at all convinced that he is going to be the nominee, although it is probably the most likely scenario. But I know it's easy to get down. There's lots of reasons to be down. Keep your eye on the prize. Donald Trump is going to get his justice. I know sometimes it feels like he never will, but I've been telling you from the beginning that he will. I was telling you that he would be indicted when everyone else was telling you that that would never happen. All right. Don't listen to all the doomsayers. Don't listen to people who tell you, the same people who said, oh, he'll never be indicted. Don't listen to those people who are now saying, oh yeah, well, he'll never be convicted. Or even if he's convicted, he'll never go to prison. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. They're just pessimists. And that's funny that I'm saying that because I'm a huge pessimist. But I'm telling you, Donald Trump, I told you he'd be indicted, he's indicted. I told you he will be convicted, he will be convicted. And I'm telling you, he will go to prison. Because he will. Because all these people who say he'll never go to prison, 
They're just saying that because they're pessimists and no other ex-president ever has gone to uh, prison. Well, no other former president has ever even been charged with a crime. We're in uncharted territory here. But the thing to remember is that there's no legal basis for them saying what they're saying. For example, that he'll never go to prison. Why do you say that? Is there some legal reason? No, they just say it because they say it. All right, because it's popular. You know, it's the popular wisdom of the day. Oh, he'll never go to prison. Why? Is there some legal reason? Is there some legal motion that Trump's lawyers can make after he's convicted that would keep him out of prison? No, there's not. And I'm sorry, but, well, he's got Secret Service protection. Isn't a valid legal reason to keep him out of prison. There's no Secret Service protection exemption to a prison sentence. And if you don't think Judge Chutkin will sentence him to prison, then you don't know Judge Chutkin. Because she will. So, anyways, that's it. Um, I will talk about this more in, in future videos. So if you haven't done so already, please hit the subscribe button uh, and please turn on notifications so you get alerts anytime I post a new video. Also, if you would, please give this video a thumbs up, share it with other people, encourage other people to watch this channel. Uh, this channel, in order to grow, needs your help to spread the word about it. Um, the YouTube algorithm is no friend to me. I don't know why, but it's not. Um, so I need your help to, to push out these videos and help expand this channel. If you want to see me keep doing this, then please help me to grow this channel. So anyways, as always, I thank you so much for being here. I really do appreciate it. And uh, until next time, be well, and I'll talk to you again soon.